0: All right, here we go. It's time once again for Portland's Food Scene Podcast. It's right at the
1: fork with your host, Chris Angelus. And Court Johnson over there. We're hey. pointing at each other. Yes, we are. Just so everybody knows. Which is extremely rude, and I apologize. It's, but it's, it's, I'm doing it back, so nah. that they cancel each other out. Yeah, I guess so. Just don't point to Wendy. No. Because we don't want to be rude to Wendy. Well, we'll be pointing to her in just a minute because... Well, yeah. She's the expert in the, in the room today. We'll kind of do it with an elbow. There we Almost go. Almost like people cough uh, into their- I'll
0: tilt my head that way.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're not on a point. But, you know, and I say that because Wendy's very special and dear to me. Um, not only having got to know her over the years, and I enjoy her company, but uh, as anybody who comes to my events knows, uh, Wendy has been to every single one, mm-hmm. except one. <laughs> um, but who's counting? But who's counting? Right. Um but uh just so she dines out a lot, yeah, she knows a lot, Wendy Baumgartner mm-hmm. um and you'll also find her at at loca Oregon, so just Loca with a v and then Oregon um on Instagram and Twitter, I believe, so you'll see some of her posts there um but she has some you know she likes to eat out every time we do an event. And we give people gift certificates. Mm-hmm. She goes to all of them. Nice. So she's always trying new places. And she lives in Vancouver. So we thought Vancouver food scene is, is elevating itself yeah. as, as the city grows. And uh, we thought it was time. I think you did one of these four years ago or four yeah. or five years ago mm-hmm. about Vancouver. So it's time to update it because there's a lot of new stuff there.
2: Yep. A lot of new, and especially, uh, I'll get right into One of the big excitements is they're developing the waterfront area now in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, a big-time walker also. I write about walking. That's been doing that for 21 years. And to see this beautiful new trail and development going in to the west of the Interstate Bridge is just fantastic. And so part of that, what, what I found fascinating was I realized that Portland there are not very many places where you can sit right on the river and dine. You know, if you think about it, because Portland, they have... Uh, waterfront Park and Nato Parkway, and on the east side, the East Banks it keeps you from having real restaurants right on the river. Salties is the only one that yeah, always comes up. Yeah, Salties and a couple south of the city. You know. right. But in Vancouver, they have for many years had uh, beaches and McMenamin's on the waterfront, Husong and Larry's, and those were fine. But now they're putting in an even more beautiful place with walking paths and great uh, fun restaurants going in. Now, the difference is that these are uh, right now Wildfin, American Bistro, and Twig's Martini Bar and Bistro. And they're both small chain restaurants. So they are corporate restaurants, but they're small Washington state-based chain restaurants. And I think one of the reasons they went with those as corporate rather than as chef-owned is that they're big spaces, And so they have a lot of employees, a lot of tables, indoor and outdoor seating options. And we just had a stretch of lovely weather. So I was out there dining on the patio right next to the river. You're able to watch the river traffic go by, watch all the poor people who are actually on the interstate bridge having to drive between the two cities. And just want, And then everybody in Vancouver is out because it's new and the trails are open to really enjoy the public space that they put in next to the river.
1: And I would imagine having corporate entities in there is a little better bet because they have deeper pockets and they have systems in place to be able to handle yeah. large spaces like that. So when you've got that much invested in the development, you don't want something to close down in two years and find a new tenant.
2: Yeah. And they are also going to be having Mary Hill Winery, having a tasting room going in. Oh, great. Overlooking the river. And there's also a brew pub that's going in on the second story above uh, Twigs, I believe, which will have pub fare and local lo- beer brewed right there. So, how, how many miles have you walked in the last year? We can't ask that, but you know, was, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'd average five miles a day. That's, so that's good.
1: That's, so, yeah. so you've walked. Um, I always try to do this because I'm, <laughs> I'm on the beach walking. I'm trying to figure out how far I've walked across the country. So, uh, so you've walked halfway across the country anyway. Yep. Good. Someday you want to do that. Well, you've done the Camino, so you've done some really cool walking.
2: Oh, yes, wonderful walking. So
1: so now you get to do it in your hometown.
2: Oh, and I have been doing it in my hometown for quite a while. but now you have
1: somewhere new. It's nice to have a new...
2: And, of course, actually, Vancouver is my adopted hometown. I grew up outside of Forest Grove, Oregon, Mm -hmm. which is uh, probably by the time this airs, will be right about the time of the Verabort Sausage Festival, the annual sausage festival out there, which, you know, if you haven't been to, that's definitely a local... uh, uh indigenous festival you need to get to of our my dutch people what day, what days are it you know it's uh, okay. the first saturday in november
1: oh okay so right after yeah so good consider that promoted <laughs> <laughs> well that's a good good to know i might stop in there cuz that's always on my way in and out yeah. of portland are you going
2: Oh, I go some years, and just depends what else I have going on that day, because I really do love that sausage, but it is one of those things where you buy a ticket, and then you wait for an hour or two hours before your number comes up, and then you're seated at picnic tables in the hall where I had my wedding reception. Oh, nice. (laughs) So it is kind of fun. That was a couple of years ago. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, good. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about Vancouver. I personally don't have, I mean... Uh, not much experience there other than Roots and 360, because I used to have some friends up there, but that was a long, 10 years ago now, eight, nine years ago. So those are old, old yeah. news, and they're still there.
2: Yeah, but Roots is still going strong. It's doing great. Now I believe that he had La Pella restaurant to begin with, but that's been sold to another chef, which is down at Grand Central. Mm-hmm. And I just dined there. It's a nice a nice dining option for local foods, but...
1: And they have the hairy lobster in Portland, oh, is, it, is that not?
2: I don't know. No, no, that's a different route. A different, Okay. yeah, that's a different, a couple with a different.
1: Okay. I thought it was. I no, was that was no. my impression. Okay. Thanks for the correction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what's exciting you in Vancouver now? You got any, well, you want to start at the top or start at oh, the bottom well, and well, work I'll, to the more it's exciting? You know, I'll start at the exciting. top
2: because one of the things that, I love barbecue. Uh, as you we know, know that, yes. as you know i love barbecue and we have a couple of fanta- we have several barbecue places in vancouver but two that really excite me and the newest one is the uh, smoking oak pit which is right in downtown vancouver next to the hilton hotel close to two blocks from Esther short park uh very close to the new waterfront and they do fantastic barbecue and they've got their smokers right out in front so you can't be uh uh, and they're they, they're practically back onto I five, so <laughs> very very convenient. Delicious food. Their ribs are some of the best ribs I've ever had.
1: So that's the thing, the ribs. I mean, at barbecue. Yeah. Some restaurants mm-hmm. you go for the brisket, some you go yeah. for the ribs.
2: Yeah, and for me, I've tried a variety of their things, and the ribs are the thing that I come back for and have every time.
1: Fantastic.
2: And then Smokehouse Provision from BJ Smiths went right. went in a cup now. Two years ago. And that's actually very convenient for my house. I can walk there on a nice little round trip walk. Which and, you
1: need to if you're eating that barbecue. Yeah.
2: And luckily there's a hill involved. So, you know, we're off a few extra calories going uphill and downhill. Order another side. Yeah. And he's doing a great job there. There, I I like everything, but I think I like the pulled pork sandwich especially well. And then he does on Wednesday nights, he does a fried chicken dinner special oh good and it is some of the best fried chicken i've had so i just think it's great and you you think he serves the same at uh at the place
1: on near nostrana
2: i have not been to the place his place near nostrana okay because i
1: I like the fried chicken but that's for Mm -hmm. me is a little out of the way yeah you go to Vancouver. Yeah, it's a little then, out of the way.
2: Let's come visit me sometime. I'm I mean. <laughs> happy to do that, or or drive
1: you back from an event and we'll grab some fried chicken to go.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> something like that. <laughs>
2: That'd be a blast. And in, in that uh, same development where BJ's smoke, uh, Smokehouse Provisions is, it just it suddenly popped up. They redeveloped this old strip mall, and they also have Rally Pizza, which is by a. Uh, Person from Portland who used to work for Ken's uh, came across the river and set up rally Pizza. They make wonderful. Is it like Ken's? Yes. I believe it's like Ken's, but I haven't actually had Ken's pizza. So but okay. what I hear it's like Ken's. What I love there, oddly enough, their pizza's fine, but they do a roasted vegetable trio mm-hmm. with each has a different preparation and sauce and different vegetables. They're seasonal. And I just love the heck out of that, especially if I'm walking over there for lunch. And then if you want to be decadent, they've got these fantastic cr- uh, ice cream custard that they make there. And their sundaes are just over the top. They are oh, fantastic. Some of the best ice cream creations I've ever had.
1: I think they do that. I haven't been to Ken's in a while, but <laughs> they have that. They have a vegetable plate there, too, that's really good.
2: Yeah, very good. And on the other side is uh, that same development is uh Ben's Bottle Shop which is fantastic well curated uh bottle shop with a bunch of taps and they use small kegs and so the fun thing is that every it only takes like a day and a half and to go through a keg and they've got a new one on so you can drop in there almost any day and sample a big variety of beers that they Are very choosy about where they get them from and not just the northwest but also from california you know brewers that they think are exciting and are doing something fun and their food is pretty good i really love their soups and they have some nice salads and sliders and so it's definitely a step up above you know basic pub grub
1: is it imported beer also or just they have imported
2: beer in the kate they have it's a bottle shop so they've got you know a wall of cases where you can get others but usually on tap i I don't remember seeing imports
1: mm-hmm.
2: other from outside of the northwest if we call that imported
1: yes no i was <laughs> talking about internationally so yeah
2: you another uh another wonderful little place in downtown vancouver that's by some portland alums is a uh, little conejo which is a taco and mezcal place and they're open kind of funky hours. I think they're just open four nights a week, and then it's like 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., or some crazy short hours. And it's uh, from Michael Dines of Noble Rot and Mark Wooden of Nodoguro. It's an
1: interesting they, combination.
2: Yeah, inter- and I, we had a little dining event there with our little meetup club, and I was really blown away by the tacos. Their baby they had just fantastic flavor, and I enjoyed that. I've had, I'm sure I had a mezcal uh, drink and enjoyed that. And it was, you know, a wonderful little place. You know, I don't get out after dark now. Coming up into the winter time, so right. I don't know when I'll be back. But it it took me a while to get there because it was open, you know, later rather than you know right after after work hours. So that's just a was a real fun little place. And then there's Nonovo Pizza, which is right next door to it, I believe. And it's from uh, Joey Chimico and his wife Alder Suttles and they have a Naples style pizzas and the big thing there is he makes his batch of dough and when the dough runs out They're they close. They close. You know, so what is it, it called again? Nonovo. No no. No
1: Okay.
2: Or Nan novo.
1: Okay. Pizza. <laughs> I haven't heard of that one. Good yeah, good no, find. It's,
2: it's a wonderful place. They're open for lunch and dinner until the dough runs out and Those are and, easy hours. And I've had fan really the pizzas that I've had there have just fantastic taste. they really choose the toppings well on their combinations to give you really nice big flavor. And uh, really have enjoyed, you know, that we'll find right there in Vancouver.
1: So if you order a sausage pizza, are there, is there a lot of sausage or is there three pieces? I'd say there's the-,
2: the right amount of sausage. Okay. So it's not it's not the three dabs of sausage on a 14-inch pizza that... <laughs>
1: right. I, I'm, there's A couple of those places that shall re- remain nameless, but... When there's eight slices and each slice has one piece yeah. of sausage, is just not happening for me. Yeah. no, they
2: they have enough I, enough top. I took my husband there, and he's much more uh, American traditional in his pizza love, and and right. he found it quite acceptable. So, good, good. So he was he was good.
1: So you you've got some good pizza things going on over there yeah. in Vancouver. So, mm-hmm. of all the places you've noted now, a couple of years ago they didn't exist. So right. So lots, lots, it's drawn a lot of uh, attention.
2: A lot of, yeah, and the new places showing up because downtown Vancouver now is undergoing what all of the old streets in Portland have, and they're beginning to put up, you know, five-story tall condo blocks and really rejuvenating what was downtown Vancouver that I remember 15 years ago that was, uh, you know, not uh, everything closing, you uh, know, hawk shops. (laughs) When I first
1: was moving here, I had a realtor take me up to Camas and then up there. And after about three minutes, I said, no, 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 no. Let's go to the other side of the river. And he kind of kidnapped me. But then he showed me downtown Vancouver. And I thought, this is not why I'm moving across the country for this. It was Portland. And Mm -hmm. um, but it's improved a lot, so maybe if I'd made that trip now, I might think differently.
2: Alan, I have uh, a friend who lives in Uptown Vancouver, which is up around 20th Street, mm-hmm. you know, a mile up from the river, and that's actually a real happening neighborhood along Main Street with uh, some of the, the restaurants that have been there a while and then several new places that have opened that feature beer. And I, I can't speak to them because I haven't dined there, but I have stopped in at some of the brew pubs and brew pub outlets along there. And I, I would be very happy if I was living in a condo there and just strolling down Main Street to enjoy <laughs> the food that's available.
1: I'm good. You'll probably be contacted soon by a realtor <laughs> on a development, <laughs> if they're listening.
2: Yeah, you know, one of the places on Main Street that um, actually changed ownership that I really liked is uh, was Willems on Main. Yeah, and, that one I've heard of. And now he's changed, and now it has got a new owner. Of Miguel Sosa bought it, uh, the restaurant and took it over, and is called Elements now. But he sort of it was a tra- it was a smooth transition that was planned, and so he kept many of the same dishes on the, uh, but then he started to add his own twist to them. And one of the things I always liked at Willems was the spatzel. And I've gone in twice to have the spatzel from the new owner and chef owner and just loved it, uh, perhaps even more. Oh, great. S- and uh, my friend Elizabeth Rose, who you know and mm-hmm. who, who writes for Eater and some other outlets, you know, she gives it really high praise and I, as well. And I would really like to go back there. And <laughs> I got to get there for dinner this month and enjoy it. <laughs>
1: Well you'll find the time. Somehow I know you'll find the time. <laughs> All right, keep going.
2: Well, what are the other places? It's been around much longer, so maybe going on fifteen, twenty years, not sure is La Bottega, which is also on Main Street, but up at on nineteenth. And it is it's Italian. They just do beautiful seasonal cuisine. They make their own pastas, and when I'm trying to think of a place for my little book club to go for dinner in Vancouver, that's a real easy choice because mm-hmm. we can go there and enjoy it. I'm pretty sure they offer some gluten free options, and it's because let's
1: face it, all many readers are gluten free.
2: Yeah. And, you know, when you're talking about a pasta place, an Italian place, you've got to also think about the, this (laughs) is some place of our gluten-free friends can go. And that just remains a real go-to spot that I can always recommend. Or if someone's coming to Vancouver, want to know where can I go that's not some huge place and Mm -hmm. we can enjoy a real nice dinner, good wine, well-curated little wine list. They have just uh, very pleasing. They also put together about monthly big wine dinners and so if you want the group dining experience you can go and experience that from them as well fantastic the uh we have uh well, i went to a recently to a new outpost for mount tabor brewing which believe it or not they've been in vancouver for years and they just opened a restaurant up in the halida area and a lot of people, even in Vancouver, may not have heard of Philida, but it's far northwest corner of Vancouver, bordering on Vancouver Lake. And they have their new bistro I stopped in, you know, brew pub. And I was expecting, oh, you know, especially it was billboarded to me as this is their wing night, so come and enjoy the wings. Well, when I sat down, I ordered the wings, but also a roasted carrot side dish that was, as gorgeous and beautiful as you could have at any chef's restaurant in Portland. And the special of the night, which two of my friends ordered, was a lovely polenta with roasted vegetables on top and forest mushrooms. And I was like, I've got to come back here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I've got to come back here to enjoy more of that. That sounds good. <laughs> How many days a week do you get out? Well, I, I... I'd say, believe it or not, just two to three.
1: It doesn't seem like that. Yeah. seems like more to me. Well, it, my
2: husband might say that too, but uh, I believe it's just a, a couple of nights a week.
1: But you know, if you <laughs> add that up over the year, that's yeah. a lot. That's a lot of r- it's a different lot. experiences. Yeah.
2: And of course, I, I like to make it out for lunches as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, and so I'm always happy when there's a place that is also serving lunch and I can have some of the great things for lunch and not just for dinner. And for a little less, they're a little less expensive at lunch. Yeah. Well, that's always fun. Well, another place up in Falida that I've liked for years is Ferrars Bistro, and they're very close by to to, um, to the Mount Tabor Brewing. But what I love there is their barbecued pork. They have southern barbecue, slow roasted southern pulled pork. They've been doing this for many years, and having that either for on the sandwich pulled pork sandwich that I think is probably the best I've ever had and continue going back and it's always great. That's saying
1: a lot. You've had a few pulled yeah. pork sandwiches, yeah. I'm going to guess. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then they serve it as a plate. You, know, you can have it on a plate for dinner, including a jalapeno cheese cornbread and, and their citrus slaw. Just always fantastic. And they have a great beer list that they, you know, their taps always have something great on tap and just a really pleasant little family owned place that you can go back to again and again and again except for it's very interesting that for me because I live over near 205 going to Philida is probably about as far as coming Correct. down down to you know southwest portland right. <laughs> so <laughs> except usually the traffic is better
1: <laughs> yeah no, it's a little less to deal with on the, you don't have to go on an interstate yeah. that's a, that's a positive yeah
2: and i th- i think part of the thing i like about dining in Vancouver is you generally are not going to have parking problems. Now, of course, if you don't take, if you only take public transportation, you're going to have a problem getting around Vancouver, probably a little more than Portland. But it's kind of nice for the people that we are out in our cars and maybe we do want to go more the outside of our neighborhood to find dining. Well, in Vancouver, if you do that, you're going to have a place to park as well.
1: That's a big thing for me. When (laughs) I think of going out to eat, am I going to be able to park without a problem, or then paying for parking, you know, if you go mm-hmm. somewhere, it's, it's an extra $7 on top of your dinner tab, so, yeah. for a few hours anyway, maybe not that long. That's a long dinner, Yeah, $7 for four or five bucks, yeah. but you don't have that in Vancouver.
2: Nope, we got, everything is quite, you know, I can, I can tell you a couple of the other beer places that I find fun to eat at as well. Sure. There's a heathen public house. He, uh, the Heathen's Feral Public House is in downtown Vancouver. And they have a nice selection. They actually have a pretty big menu uh, something to please everybody from the people that want the burger to the people that want something a little more interesting. They have some really nice, fun, interesting salads. And they have a big covered outdoor area as well as lots of space indoors. So it makes it a real party sort of place to go. And what was the name of that again? Uh, heathen. is Heathen Brewing's Feral Public House. Okay. and Which I find interesting. They really go for the whole devil aspect for their name. And they're kitty-corner across the street from the Catholic uh, Proto-Cathedral of Vancouver St. James. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that's fitting, I suppose.
2: <laughs> so that's fun. And we also have a big Hopworks Urban Brewery Hub out in East Vancouver that just opened within the past year. And so the people in Portland that like have brewing here, that we've got a really lovely new space, huge space in Vancouver to enjoy those same beers. And it's a real family friendly place there as well. And like they, they have in Vancouver and we have a, we have a couple of brew pubs that i that don't serve food that I really enjoy, and one is so
1: different vi- different laws over there in washington
2: right so. well, they do serve uh, let me put it this way so if they're tasting rooms, they don't have to serve food, and so there actually are several that are just tasting rooms for the for the um brewery, and so they don't have food, although usually they'll have a food cart or you know they allow you to bring food in but uh one of them does serve food, but I would speak more of their beer is Victor 23, which is a whole D.B. Cooper-themed brew pub and brewery, and which my husband and I really enjoy because, uh, you know, I was here for the whole D.B. Cooper thing back in my day, and I really enjoy how much thought they put into the whole motif. And they make darn good beers, you know. They have like a Skyjacker IPA. <laughs> And their whole theme is uh, where craft beer and grand larceny meet. Oh, great.
1: (laughs) So I wonder if there are a lot of dine and dashers Uh, going on uh, over there. I didn't think of that. Yeah, well, (laughs) that's where my mind went.
2: (laughs) And uh, Fortside Brewery, which opened uh, not far from where I live. And they've been, now they've been opened for at least two years, maybe three. And they're just a tasting room. And sometimes they'll have a food cart out front. But they make really good beer that have, and they've won several awards. and. and so speaking for, of Fort carts, side. do we have any carts? Now that's, you know, there's laws are different in Vancouver. They have to be food trucks, so mm-hmm. they're supposed to be able to move. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of them that are semi-permanently parked next to some of the brew pubs. But in general, they are trucks, and you've got to follow them on Twitter to find out where they're going to be from day to day. And my favorites is Ingrid's Good Street Food. Mm-hmm. And Ingrid herself is an awesome woman who I really enjoy. And But I wouldn't even be saying that if I didn't love her, her Mediterranean chicken and falafel so much. And she just... Serves up a great plate of either one, you know, nicely spiced chicken chunks or some just great falafel. And then she also has been offering paleo offerings, which are, are fine, but I find awfully messy to eat <laughs> with the lettuce wrap. Especially at a cart. Yeah, at a cart. So yeah. you go and sit down on the curb or on a bench and you're like, okay, I need really need to wash my hands now. <laughs>
1: right, <laughs> They need to have a kitchen sink there.
2: And Mighty Bowl was another one that was a really excellent cart, and I think they do still have their cart, but they have opened a brick and mortar in downtown Vancouver as well, and they serve vegan layered bowls, although I think they might just be vegetarian. I can't remember whether or not they have cheese in them, but really tasty, nice, quick lunch. You can layer it the way you wish. Good. So. So yeah, it's a different scene. I wish we had more food carts and food trucks. It sounds but.
1: like there's a lot of you have a lot of options because mm-hmm. it's not like you're limited in to Vancouver. You can come to Portland to mix it up. But you, as I'm not surprised at all, <laughs> you came with a really nice list. And uh, for people who live there, I'm sure there are a lot of them they haven't tried. And for people who want to venture over the mm-hmm. over the border once in a while, uh, um, that's a good list. Are there any that you I'm not. I don't mean to cut you off, but um, yeah. are there any that we're missing that you feel like you need to? Uh...
2: I think. Oh, so my I can't forget my boys. So that's why I asked. The question. Ah, yeah. My, I want to make sure yeah. you do forget any well, boys. My, my favorite place to go on the weekend is the Vancouver Farmers Market, mm-hmm. and they have several food stalls there that recur. And my favorite one is Herb and Roots, or Urban Roots, but Herb and Roots. And it's Josh Simpson and Alex Collins. And they serve up some of the tastiest food that I've ever had. That is also uh, vegan, usually vegan offerings, but also they'll always have a burrito, which is just off the charts. Then they always have a salad, which is absolutely delicious and creative and filling. And then something like a polenta with Spanish roasted vegetables and Spanish flair and a French toast. So usually just five things at their little stand and just fantastic food. Now they do catering. And so if I ever have a big event, I'm definitely going to have it catered by Urban Roots. They're just absolutely fantastic.
1: And so what days are the, is the Vancouver market? It's
2: it's about Saturday and Sunday. And so I love that because those of us that, (laughs) <laughs> can't make it one day or the the other to, to know it's down there both days. and uh, Mornings or the whole? The it's whole? Uh, Yeah, it's morning through, t- it's like 10 a.m. through 2 p.m. Or at, on Saturday, it's earlier 9 a.m.
1: And where is it exactly? It's a,
2: at Esther Short Park, okay. which is between 6th uh, and 8th and, and uh, Esther in downtown Vancouver.
1: Cool. Well, that's a great update because it's a whole... It's a whole nother food scene up there. Not as big, but certainly not. as It's growing. And so um, it's good to know that there are options over there, especially for the people who don't want to deal with the interstates or the bridges to come over here. So good. And you're, uh, you've been trying them for quite a while. So you're an authority, I think. We're lucky to have had you to uh, bring us up to date. Thanks. No, thank you, Wendy. I appreciate it. I will see you soon. November 5th. Yeah. Right? Olympia <laughs> Oyster Bar. Ah, yeah. So we're bringing the coast in. Uh, may as well get this in at the end. November 5th uh, with Mayleen Chavez and um, mm-hmm. Mike Aldridge from Salmonberry Saloon. PFA, I don't remember what number it is. I think it's 76. So 76th time, I'll, or 75th time, I'll give you a hug hello there and hope to. <laughs> have some others to hug too court you need to come to one of these soon again i do you haven't been in a while it's irving bit, street kitchen is uh, the last one yep so been a long while we need to get you and randy mm-hmm. going. figure out how to do that i have to just ditch the kids they're they're getting I was to gonna that blame age. them but uh, no i that's who i blame <laughs> but we're reaching the point where we can ditch them and and i and not feel bad about it a few hours they'll be happy oh, to, yeah. they'll be happy the mom and dad aren't there sure so cool Thank you, Wendy, so much. Again, it's at Loke of Oregon, and uh, you'll find Wendy. And uh, if you watch her, if you watch your um, Instagram feed, there's a lot there. So um, good one to follow. Um, thanks again for Thank coming. We're coming over to this side. <laughs> Appreciate it.
0: Right at the Fork is proud to be supported by Zupan's Markets. For over 40 years, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and more, with delicious emphasis on locally sourced items. The best of the Northwest Bounty can be found at your closest Zoopans on West Burnside, McAdam, or Lake Grove. And at Zupans.com. Eat well, put taste first, love your food. Ringside Steakhouse, owned by the Peterson family for generations, Ringside Steakhouse has long been a landmark of the Portland landscape, featuring impeccable service that has set the standard in Portland for nearly 75 years. Enjoy the finest aged steaks in Portland, their world famous onion rings, and even Ringside's legendary late night happy hour. Whether it's a special occasion, a business dinner, or just a great night out, make a reservation at ringsidesteakhouse.com and buy San Pellegrino. Iconic, fresh, sparkling water with an extraordinary Italian heritage. It's a great, refreshing way to enhance any dining experience. Ask for San Pellegrino by name the next time you're having a great meal. Ever since its foundation in 1899, San Pellegrino has been a premium brand, synonymous with style. Try it with your next meal and enjoy the difference San Pellegrino can make. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at foodpodcastpdx or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com.